The Movie Hour, episode 47, August 13, 2009. Spoiler alert, the following hour of programming may contain both movie plots and swear. Welcome everyone to the Anthony Michael Hall Pass Movie Hour. I'm your notorious host, Greg Maloney. We are in the middle of our Aliens in August series, and joining us once again to discuss this crazy phenomenon are James and Jeff. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hey, everyone. Are we referring to the Aliens in August as a phenomenon, or the movies with aliens in them as the phenomenon? Uh, I was thinking about just aliens in general phenomenon. Like We can talk about oh, SETI alien. if you want to. We can talk about SETI. You want to do that? Are you part of SETI, okay. Jeff? The search no. for extraterrestrial, what is that, existence, S-E-T. Um, anyhow, uh, no. yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. You haven't heard of SETI? Isn't that what, uh, no. isn't that what Bill Clinton no, did in contact? Good. Like, wasn't he part of that when he, he was well, looking? I guess I have heard of it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> actually, so, but, actually, I want to bring up SETI too, but, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, as we mentioned before, our Alien August series we're doing throughout August and we are pre-recording episodes because we are all, uh, super busy and we've got some big, big, big people to meet. Got a schedule with Parker Posey. You talk to her about. And it uh, feels really weird. It's daytime right now. I'm used yeah. to doing this at night. Yeah, we're doing this. Performance can be. And Jeff, are you are you uh, doing your traditional drinking for the show, or is that is that um, trumped by the the sunlight? It's it's daytime, so he's probably doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually stoned to bejesus on methamphetamines <laughs> right now. It's based on mescaline all day. Um, any, yeah. Anyway, so if we're we're a little bit behind the news, uh, please forgive us. Uh, you'll be hearing this next week to sort of catch you up. We today have found out that uh, I guess yesterday John Hughes died from a heart attack. So that's where we're at right now. Um, and a very very sad thing. Very sad thing. James, this was sort of more your time. Uh, John Hughes. He was he was like a father figure to you. Yes, a father. More <laughs> like a like a good uncle. And make great movies. Yeah, he he definitely did a lot of the movies during when I was growing up. Um, obviously, uh, folks around the uh, the high school group, which fit in with my life perfectly, and the whole battle be- behind all the cliques, you know, the popular versus the unpopular and that sort of stuff. So, but uh, kind of looking at some of his stuff. I mean, obviously, he did you know the great movies for directing for you know Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller, stuff like that. But I didn't realize how Many great uh, writing credits this guy has. I yeah, Mister Mom, the vacations, Mister Mom. <laughs> Ever so, heard of it? Yeah, I like Home Alone how... for all you people who actually like Home Alone. I, I don't know. Some oh, he do. wrote Home Alone. But, no way. Yeah, he directed yeah. it too. I think didn't he? That's crazy. So, but yeah, he's he's got a lot under his belt. No, he didn't direct Home Alone, but he did direct Weird Science, which is great, and Ferris and, and all those great Beethoven movies. <laughs> yeah, the dog ones. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote those. Yeah. Funny thing about Mr. Mom is how apparently the Filipino title was uh, the Philippine title was uh, Perfect Daddy. I, I, I think that's that's yeah. funny. it's funny. Uh, funny thing about Mr. Mom is that it's funny. <laughs> That's yeah. the real reason. Big time. Uh, but, yeah, a, a sad loss, and I guess you could say he went sort of early. He was 59, 50-something. 50 yeah, 59. Died from yeah. Upset. And, and he pretty much made his own genre. I mean, he Absolutely. got that whole brat pack section, you know, going and, you know, launched a lot of careers for those kids. I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, 
he pretty much ended directing early, 91, with Curly Sue. Apparently he directed Uncle Buck, too, which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> he got into the John... He helped out uh, John Candy with... Uh, Plain John Trans- Candy movies with Plain Trans. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he wrote for a long time, but definitely stopped producing and directing very early on, which is surprising. I guess... Uh, I guess he couldn't use Molly Ringwald for any more movies, so he just stopped. She's all grown up. I don't <laughs> want to direct anymore. She lost her touch. We we were debating whether to go with Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, or Anthony Michael Hall for the, the episode name. I do want to point out... Uh, lover. Yeah, I, I, like, I liked Judd Nelson just because I found out that Judd Nelson, lo and behold, is going to be in the new Boondock Saints 2 movie. Which I find completely Bullshit. hilarious. Yeah, it's. I swear, dude. There's, it's like I think it's it's posed for 2009. I don't know if it's going straight to video or what, but it's a lot of it's a lot of the same people. Uh, guess who isn't showing up? Willem Dafoe. Surprise, surprise. I wouldn't be either if I was Willem Dafoe. But uh, he was in Triple X two, and he won't do this movie. What does that tell you? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Triple X two. That's bad. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't with Vin Diesel though. It was, I think Ice Cube was the Triple X this time. Oh, wait, yeah, actually, I do remember that now that you mention it. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think that's hilarious that a second one of those is coming out, especially with all the, um, discussion of the overnight documentary where the guy turns into a complete asshole, and this is the only other movie he's done, so it's, he's, he's pretty much taking Boondocks, the first one, and going, putting all his money on the second one ten years later. I think that's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I hope it's great. Um, I, I, real quick, uh, before we get done talking about John Hughes, which I think we already did, but he really did, I mean, like, really, let's give the guy his due. He really did, like Jim said, invent his own genre. At the, uh, at the time, every movie I've ever seen involving teenagers or young people before that is like, uh, like like the teenage zoo basically like um like the animal house or the caddy shack or something like that but right. like he really started dealing with actual teen like you know teen angst and that and that type of thing and and like jim said like the clicks and like the 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 you know the difficult things about being a nerd or being a girl and stuff like that in, in high school really did an amazing job and uh the breakfast club and ferris bueller's day off were two of my favorite movies growing up and ferris bueller's day off is still one that i absolutely love so uh John Hughes, you will be missed here at the movie hour. Yeah, you're you're completely right. The only one that I just started thinking about was uh, Real Genius, <laughs> and I'm like, I guess it's more college, but it, and that's what sort of the Animal House ish thing, where it's just craziness and right. just sort of off the wall jokes. And they're all geeks. There's no ones yeah. on the outside. Which, by the way, is that Val Kilmer's first role? I should use Val Kilmer as my coming out for the the Parker Posey one. That would have been genius. We all know Val Kilmer's first role. Was it Top you. Secret? Top secret. Okay. Yeah. God, I should have used that one. And his second, I wasn't and his sure second if it was, role was real genius. Yeah, I didn't remember if it was real genius or top secret. And uh, it's a good opening one-two punch. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and I guess well, people aren't going to be able to listen to this before the Parker Posey because we're going to be putting up Thursday. But we are recording before all the answers are in. We'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, John Hughes, R.I.P. Uh, I'm sure your movies will be remade in about 15 years. So if anyone doesn't know who John Hughes is, you'll you'll be seeing his movies again. Uh, yeah, so we would be normally moving on to our movie reviews, but since we are recording these one after another, uh, we do watch a lot of movies, we just don't watch a lot of new movies ready to review every day, so we don't have any movie reviews for today, um, or for this episode, more like, since we're doing these again and again. So, we're gonna get, de- uh, delve into the, delve into the topic, Aliens in August. We started, uh, last, last episode discussing the, the more social aliens, the cute ones, the ones that like to hang out, you know, have have tea and stuff. But now we're getting we're gonna have to get into the 
the, the evil guys, which are more, more of everyone's favorite. Um, I guess my first question, so we have evil aliens, that's, that's sort of what we're going to be, our broad topic for today. Uh, or, I guess, opponent aliens, because I know Jim wants to discuss uh, General Zod, who looks like a normal person, but we won't, that's fine. Um, why do aliens always, like, all the evil aliens seem to be just completely evil, no matter what, like, there's no reasoning with them, there's no, like, they're just, no matter what you do, like, we could be offering peace, you can, we'll be, we'll, you can enslave us, that's cool, just don't kill us, and they'll just kill everybody anyways. Is that just something all in every movie? Because it just seems like, no matter what, you can't, you can't reason with them. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that, that would have to be accurate. Yeah, it probably goes in line with the, the whole, uh, thing that we talked about, uh, last time with the, uh, you know, Everyone looking humanoid is good, and you know all the monstrous ones are are evil. It's just, I think it's a movie tool. I mean, they're just pure evil, and you can't reason with them because they have to be at war with us to make the movie. Because it's simpler that way. Yeah, there's conflict. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, I guess I'm I'm mainly referring to uh, alien, like Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. Those ones were the first ones that come to mind. But I guess you've got more. Are, are less notorious. Well, those aliens were kind of like stupid, though. Like they were, and that's they were like animal. They, animals, yeah, they were like, like hive mind uh, kind of things. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like, right. are these all these aliens just they they don't make any choices? It's just for the greater good of their race, and that's it. Like they have no other discussion. Um, How about Independence Day, Jeff? I know you want to talk about that Independence Day aliens. Well, like, welcome to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> Well, yeah, they were they were pretty evil. Um, they like, I, I, what were they? They were trying to. It was pretty pretty common plot. They were going to try and like take over the earth and use its resources. Yeah. Like they, they sort of like a like a slash and burn or what, what is that? What they do with forests? Like uh, anyway, like you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like, like a like a clear cut philosophy. Yeah. Like just yeah, use it up. And uh, in order to do that, they had to kill everybody first. Apparently, like yeah, they were pretty evil, um, bad guys, but. Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith got the best of them. Huh? <laughs> High five! That's High right. five! America! <laughs> America! And Jeff also did just claim that uh, clear cutting rainforest is evil. So take take a take a check on that. Everybody, call your. Uh, I think, your... I think... Go ahead. I, I don't think I did that, but that, that, but yeah, go ahead. If you want to write your congressman, that's. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, so James, what do you think? Is there is there no reasoning with uh, what we're going to call our, our evil aliens? These animalistic ones. Um, yeah, for the most part, I would have to say that's true. I mean, like you were saying in Aliens, I mean, these things are definitely just animalistic. I mean, except for, you know, when they cut the power, that was kind of spooky. But, yeah. Um, they cut the power. They're just there to, you know, just for their, the good of their own species. I mean, even, uh, like, War of the Worlds was the same way. They just kind of come in, no discussion, I'm kicking your ass, you know, that sort of thing. So Yeah, and that was, that was supposed to be planned for, like... Like decades, right? Like they sort of came in, left these vehicle, these machines there, and then came back later to right, wipe right. us out. Never really considered the germs. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why they're like, yeah, man. That's why they're animals. They, they're stupid. Did anybody ever read that book or see any earlier incarnation of the movie? Is that how that like? Because I, I didn't. I wonder if that's how the book actually was. I vaguely not. remember the old. I, I think it was the same situation or whatever, but I don't remember them being defeated by germs. I think it was the same situation. Sure. Uh, we're getting we're getting defeated by uh, swine flu. We can't we can't beat swine flu, guys. So I'm not surprised. Did you hear about this uh, this dramatic plague that's uh, br- breaking out in China? They've like quarantined an entire like region of like ten thousand people. No, but I haven't heard about the quarantine. But I've heard about the one person like people dying of pneumonic plague and how if you 
if they're like at all sick, go to the doctor immediately. And yeah, yeah. I've heard. What about that. that tells me about them is they must be all aliens. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I guess moving from the hive mind giant army of aliens, let's go to uh, the predator, which is pretty much right, which pretty much the the ultimate the ultimate hunter. I guess would be the no, the number one or ultimate predator, yeah. uh, which is a great movie. Predator two, Predator, Predator two also gets a little bit of props from me just because it's got a Glover <laughs> Glover in it kicking ass, and uh yeah, I don't any Glover. yeah. But that that guy's that guy's not so animalistic. He he seemed to make his own decisions. He's he, like he seems sort of smart. Yeah, what was yeah? But what was his like? Uh, what was his motive? What was his impetus? Like why 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 was he coming to Earth? I don't even remember. Was he scouting it out or? to hunt the greatest game of all? Man, he's, he's the seems like the greatest game of all it. would be other things like him. <laughs> yeah, or on the Schwarzenegger, or <laughs> like aliens. Yeah, AVP. Yeah, yeah, it's super. They don't. It's super. They don't make two movies like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah Predator, Predator is. It's probably my favorite Arnie movie to tell you the truth. Really interesting. Interesting. Yeah, even over the Terminators, I I really enjoy that one. It's just nice, basic, mindless fun, and. Arnie doesn't have a lot of cheesy one-liners like he does in his other movies. Yeah, just there's him trying to be badass. The last twenty minutes is just him being silent, hunting the predator down or setting yeah, a trap yeah. for him. It's a yeah, predator's a pretty pretty big badass, and I guess he's like he's warranted it with his own or warranted it with another series because he's got there was predator, predator two, AVP. There was a was there there was a second AVP or no? Yeah, there was. I think there is. Yeah, I think there are two least. ADPs. Let me, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys really, I mean, and I'm going to get a little philosophical here and use the transitive property, but basically say, saying that, that Alien versus Predator is a good fight is like saying Arnie versus, um, oh, what's her name? Sigourney Weaver. Right, Witten, Sigourney or, Weaver, thank you, is was, a good fight. And I think we all know who would win that fight. Like, hmm. I, don't, I, I just don't think, I, I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a fair I see, what you're, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But they're different. They're different time periods too. That's tough. Yeah. Since, Plus, so, you got the mass numbers of the alien too. Because so you're, you're saying to... since Arnie killed the Predator and Predator won, and since Sigourney Weaver killed all the aliens, like they they would be an equal fight to each other or some kind of. Uh, right. And she killed tons of aliens, and it was really hard for Arnie to kill one Predator. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm just That's saying deep. it's a little bit No, fuck, fuck that. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the governor of California, so I don't know what Sigourney Weaver is doing, and I know California is, like, breaking apart, but come on, he's still the, the governor, and I don't know, like, she's That's... not doing anything, so I'm going to add that to the pile, and I think Arnie would take it. Anyways. I think you make a good point. <laughs> I do. I know I do. Are there any other? Especially uh, since the thing defeated a different governor, so you know you know it's tough. Right, 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 right. That's true. Jesse the Body Ventura was 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 killed, <laughs> devastated. <laughs> oh man! And didn't uh, who's the who's the co-star in Predator? Uh, Schwarzenegger's like uh, like brother in the oh, brother wow. in the jungle. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. How did I not think of Carl? Didn't he get some kind of uh, office? Like some kind of actual. Uh, Governor? No, 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 I think that, that was, was the a, onion a joke. article. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the probably onion. remembering that. <laughs> I probably read it in the Onion and thought it was true. <laughs> yeah, we're back to that. Common mistake. But are there any other like uh, so the Predator aliens? I guess any evil uh, we can go to a uh, 
Plan 9 from Outer Space, which is just oh, <laughs> humans dressed up in leftover suits from other movies uh, attacking. But uh, what these sort of, I guess those two, at least Alien, Predator, um, I guess the the Independence Day one, you, and you have got like Mars Attacks and stuff. These got these guys, you pretty much have your Martian look, like you've got the you know tele like telepathic evil sort of tentacle guy, or just a really small, like almost reptilian. Uh, reptilian bad guy, and then in Alien and Predator, I guess I don't know, I don't know where Predator would fit into that, but Alien seems more like insect-like, maybe reptilian. Like, why do these guys all, like, uh, they all look the same? Starship Troopers is like that too. Yeah, like Starship Troopers, tons of insects. That's right. I f- forgot about Starship Troopers. I, I want to. Um, I, well, I think part of that is that you know when the, when you're making a bad alien, you want to make it something that's just repulsive and and like uh, and really anathema to, to the human sensibility in order yeah. to make people just know immediately bad guy, like disgusting, bad. Why do we like and, uh, and don't, don't feel bad that this thing's being slaughtered because you know we're here to have some fun and watch these things die. Yeah. Well, I yeah, think exactly, exactly. I, and I think Jeff's like close to the point too, where. Uh, I remember, I think it was Stephen King talking about, like, when he's making up his bad guys and he had, like, the, you know, you pretty much just take natural, like, just phobia, I'm going to use phobia, but I guess phobia is not the right, the right term, but, uh, like, phobias that people have and just apply them to whatever creature you're making and it's going to be scary, you know? Oh, you know, people don't like spiders? Make something that looks like a spider. That's scary alien. snake creature? Okay. Check. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Like, I know, I know these aren't aliens, but like the, the Matrix bad guys, those all look like insect things, and even though they're robots, they're all just, you know, they seem like hive kind of mind things, and it's, right, right. it just seems like a natural way to go, I guess. I still don't know where the Predator would fit into that. Predator's just a badass, but I guess they weren't thinking at all when they put that suit together. It's like, yeah, put some teeth on it. He's in a leak of their own. And some, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's, uh, and I guess we could, like, these are more the, the animal guys, but, um, we discussed first, a little. Uh, before we get off the animals, yeah. I want to bring up like the first movie to ever feature aliens, um, A Trip to the Moon, or the, uh, the original title La Voyage dans la Luna, um, <laughs> by uh, by uh, I, I don't know how to even say the guy's name, but George Millier, I believe it is. Um, it's like the and everybody's kind of familiar with this movie. It's it's like 1902, I think it came out. And it's the one. It's if you ever seen the Smashing Pumpkins music video "Tonight Tonight," that's what it's based on. It's it's like a really like crappy movie about a, a journey to the moon, and there there are insect aliens in it. And it's uh, and apparently I looked for quite a while to try and find something earlier than this that featured aliens, but this is the earliest alien movie, and they had insect aliens that are killed by the uh, by the astronauts. Nice. Is this an, is this animated or is this all? Actual no, this is all actual live action. Nice. I'm guessing the insect looked awesome in that. Uh, uh, I, well, you actually reminded me of another one, uh, which I know is a movie we all love, is uh, Signs, uh, which goes back to the the Martian looking thing. Like if you know, if it's not the insect giant lizard thing, it's the Martian small like like uh, small speaks with telepathy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, weird, just shaded eyes, and um, that movie was. It was like I, I probably should allergic more than I should, to but. water. <laughs> yes, they didn't like water. Another they probably great didn't think twist ending. Yeah, they didn't think that through again. Fucking bullshit. 
and a yeah, and a nice very most uh, of the atmosphere, not most, but the atmosphere has a good chunk of of H2O in it in this like on this planet. It's so stupid. Water kills them. They couldn't breathe. They couldn't be in the air here. I you hate know, that movie. Maybe it was I'm something to suspend my disbelief for quite a bit, but like that's just totally fucking retarded. Maybe it was something in it's the, the shame because I like the build up to the ending to that, and then they show all that and like really that's that's what it's gonna right. be, huh? Okay then. It was an eerie, like, it, it was pretty eerie, and I do, like, that's another thing where, I guess you have the, um, this is sort of, that's more of, like, the jump out at you kind of freaky movie when some of these other ones are just, like, pure scary aliens that tear people's heads off and, right. and uh, right. consume your entire body, but, uh, I, I, those guys, like, that movie, that movie's not bad, but again, that goes to, like, the aliens that just try to, Try to uh, outsmart you, kind of thing, and then end up. They don't have their ray guns in that movie, but they have some kind of gas pouring out of their arms, apparently. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring up that movie, and uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Joaquin Phoenix, good friend of the show. R.I.P. Your uh, your uh, movie career. Yeah, we're go- we're going on uh, we're going on eight months now without a Joaquin Phoenix movie. Jesus, don't yeah, remind me. I try to I, I try to ignore it. I try to ignore it. Don't bring it up. Uh, yeah, so I, I wanted to go to not just the the hive mind animal animal type aliens, all the ones that are just pure evil, but the ones that seem to be part of like a part of this more of the social aliens, but actually have either chosen to be evil or just happen to be evil. Like this sort of goes into I know before the show Jeff was uh, preaching Greedo over and over again from from Star Wars, which I would argue that he's not really evil. He's just trying to he's just trying to make like he's got a little different moral standard, but. Um, Are you kidding me? Did you see how happy he was that he got? No, that's it's not. It's not like he was just doing it to feed his little Greedo kids. You're so full of shit. He, he's a bad guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, um, there are more like evil aliens where the, some of some aliens are sided with. You know, I guess I'm using us as the the ruler here. If they're side with us, they're good, which I guess is a little more of a assumption. Uh, but there are some that decide just to be evil. We got. Spock's brother, he thought he was doing some some good things, and uh, what is that, Star Trek three, and uh, people thought he was evil. He was killing people. Oh man, he is a bad guy. But uh, yeah, any any so notorious nice. ones that pop up in your guys' heads? Um, I know General Zod, man. He yeah, I know you wanted to talk about Zod earlier. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really fit in the animalistic or the green guy, but and I don't know. <laughs> You know, when I first watched that movie, it's awesome, you know, because I'm 12 or whatever, but, you know, now looking back to it, a lot of it's so silly, but I think <laughs> He was in prison good... for, like, ever. I'd be pissed, too, if I was him, that's for sure. Yeah. No, the, the, but uh, I think going to your point about, you know, everything seems to be, you know, animalistic or, you know, a deformed green version of a humanoid, uh, I think the general's odds of the world and, like, don't instill enough, you know, fear. <laughs> so I think, you know, the more they look like us, you know, the, the scarier they are. And I think really a good example of why. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't the more they don't look like us. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I thought the you more said... they look like us, the less we're scared. Oh, I thought you said the more. Backwards. We were right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely the otherness of aliens that makes yeah. them scary. Like yeah. even in the uh, not like us. Stargate's another example of that. I mean, they just ended up being, you know, generic human-looking things, and okay, they're the villains. They have cool helmets, but whatever. And didn't they just movie? But and didn't they speak some form of actual like? Wasn't it like some old, like Egyptian Egyptian. language they spoke? Like it was. It wasn't only oh, they're alien, but they also speak some kind of 
Like it was, there are a lot of movies actually. This sort well, of comes back to the whole like some of these movies imply that we all started at like the same place or somebody went around and established all these civilizations and now we're like meeting back up. And uh, right. that's one. Yeah. 2001's argumentative. There's a, a not the Red Planet, but the other one, not the one with Val Kilmer, the one with Mission, uh, Mission, Mission, to, Mars. Mission to Mars. That's sort of the same thing. Those like, weren't aliens. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was it was our ancestors which went around and, and laid these civilizations down, but I guess those were more benevolent races, not not exactly uh, evil. They did kill a couple dudes. Yeah, they did. Actually, while we're discussing the Stargate issue, uh, that brings up the another point I wanted to, I wanted to discuss. Uh, aliens, like at least in Alien, Alien Three, those aliens, pre- even I guess Predator to some degree, and some of the other like just animalistic ones like we deal with their natural abilities their their i guess an alien their mouths their claws their tails but there's also at least with the martian variety some with predator like there's also the alien variety that just has crazy technology that somehow we have to work around a la independence day welcome to earth <laughs> and any and a couple other movies i guess not so much uh um war of the world since they just died off on their own but uh and not so much in uh even uh, signs, but uh, it seems it seems like we can't deal with them regardless. Yeah, well, I, you know, I definitely hacked into those technology guys. So they didn't seem so bad. Planned a virus. <laughs> yeah. Well, that works. Um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you just let the uh, let the water or the uh, germs do the work for you. But uh, no, I, I, I mean, obviously, I think it, I think that it's a good point. It's it's actually a logical point that any alien that's going to make its way to Earth, and that's what I like about the uh, the Alien Aliens movies, um, is that uh, like we found them, and that's why they like that's why they can get away yeah. with being kind of like stupid and animalistic because we we went and bothered them. Like, but in the um, and like say like the Independence Day or the War of the Worlds, they come they came and got us. So we have to assume that they're incredibly intelligent to you know in order to build like a you know these spacecraft that can they can make it all the way to Earth and a little a little side note don't do their lighthouse. research that's all yeah right then they're running that's around all willy nilly they, they think their weapons are so good that germs can't bother them <laughs> they're like teenagers they, they, yeah. <laughs> driving drunk and. Uh, <laughs> There was, on the side note of that, there was an issue, I think it was on, I was watching like the Colbert Report of all things, and there was a, not that I don't love the show, but there was a guy on from SETI, like one of the big guys at SETI that wrote a book, and they were talking about if there is, if we ever do run into him, it's going to be, since what we're doing is just sort of sending out robots and pods and whatever, anything just to go survey somewhere else, what's most likely to happen is, Aliens are going to do the same thing, so our robots are going to be the first things that meet, not like some kind of first encounter, life to life kind of thing. And I found that to be pretty interesting too. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, we're going to send out scouts, and we're going to first thing's going to be our robot robots staring at their out. robot and being like, what's Whoa. what's up, man? <laughs> they sent you all the way out here too. Oh huh? <laughs> yeah, sucks. <laughs> it's going to be our space monkey versus their space monkey, and we're going to see which one wins. And uh, I really like the, the point they made, and it's not exactly on our topic today, but the point they made in Contact, that, like, the first thing that any alien's going to see is Hitler's speech at the uh, 1930... Yeah, the, the first broadcast that was powerful enough to escape yeah. the atmosphere. That, that, it is interesting. Yeah. I wonder... That was a nice touch. Yeah. That's the Carl, Carl Sagan for you. R.I.P. Carl Sagan. It's it's R.I.P. Day. We should change it to just the Anthony Michael Hall R.I.P. movie hour. Um, 
But I think Michael Hall is still alive. Sorry, I don't want to scare anybody. That's, yeah, so that, yeah, that's down. a little misleading. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, there are, this sort of led to, I had a, a couple other ones that I wanted to bring up. Uh, mainly just some ones I, I love, personally love that no one else will. Uh, killer clowns from outer space. They're from outer space because they're killer clowns from outer space. And they did make a point that they had a spaceship sort of disguised as a carnival. And those were aliens dressed up as clowns. And talk about just playing do off they people's dress up fears. As clowns or were no, they, they clowns? are they are they are monster clowns. They do not dress up as clowns. Okay. You haven't seen this yeah, movie? That's, that's no, no. I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, but the fact that they arrive as, you know, undercover carnival, those are some aliens that did their research. I just yeah. like to applaud them. That's, <laughs> that, no, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, people thought it was a they circus tent. They got themselves uh, vaccinated and uh, made sure they weren't <laughs> allergic to anything that makes up an enormous part of the atmosphere and takes up two-thirds of the planet. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah they, and they did they, well. They were actually impervious to any attacks we had until you you hit them in the big nose they had. If you popped them in the nose, they'd die. But everything else, you know, like you, it would do nothing. You'd shoot them with bullets and be fine. They were scary aliens. And, again, that sort of goes back to the, the phobia thing. Like, okay, people are scared of clowns. Let's make them even freakier and have them kill people. Then we'll see how, right. how they deal with it. And uh, I guess, like, out of all these, the salute we've mentioned, what are the, like, what scared you the most? Like, I guess you haven't seen all these movies. I haven't seen all these movies. But which Killing ones clowns were... from outer space. <laughs> you haven't seen it, though. But I guess it would be. Well, it's just the idea of it haunts my dreams. And if you think that's scary, when they capture people, they, they wrap them, they cocoon them in cotton candy. Heads up. So, I hope you can. I hope you like Cotton Candy. I have not seen this movie. But yeah, so which ones of these put you on edge most, James? Um, puts me on edge or just my favorite? See, I'm going with Scary question. first. Scary's first. So which ones? Which ones actually Scary's like? Okay, first. this thing's gonna kill me, or this thing's gross, or this thing's. Um, I might have to go with the alien from Aliens. I just really think it's a really well thought out character and even when you kill it it could still kill you with its acid blood and that sort of thing and it's just got some creepy qualities to it about the whole egg laying and the face huggers and the implant yeah and all i was gonna stuff. say i wouldn't pick the alien creature but maybe that baby alien that does the that implants the egg those things yeah, would freak me hugger. out yeah having a little yeah. spider thing attach itself to your face and then throw something down your throat does not sound like yeah, a good time. You, you know you're in deep shit when someone comes to rescue you and the guy just says, kill me. <laughs> so that, that's, that's a good indicator that the thing's messed up. Yeah, um, that, that's a very good point. Uh, and then I guess, I want I wanted to say Predator first, just because Predator's like just the ultimate badass, but he doesn't seem that scary. Predator is badass. Until he starts laughing, that laugh's pretty scary. But, I but even that, he's, he's kind of got dreadlocks, movie. doesn't he? Yeah, he sort of does. Yeah, he does. If you were a predator, you'd have, like, if you were a hunter for the, your life, you'd have dreadlocks, too. I think all of them do. Did they have AVP? Did anyone see AVP? Did they have dreadlocks? All of them uh, dreadlocks I did. Now? I don't remember if they all did or not, though. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Somebody just have a train go by? What was yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I was going to mention the same thing. That was actually a nice breeze. Sorry, I set my window open for once. <laughs> we, need to, we need to work on that. Uh, there, uh, I guess we did. We want to get to that other question you had mentioned: as which one of these, not the scariest, but which one really was your favorite? Like idea, just cool idea. It could be the whole the race, the like just a specific one. But what was your favorite alien, evil alien, or uh, nefarious one? Mine's easy. Natasha Hentress as a species. She's hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, she nice. wasn't that hot. And then she, well, and Forrest Whitaker's in that movie, and Forrest Whitaker bothered, I don't know, I guess Forrest Whitaker's not that bad, but he bothered. So, I mean, Forrest Whitaker. 
For, Forrest Whitaker is my is uh, is actually going to be my favorite evil alien. He he uh, is one of the one of the cyclos in Battlefield Earth. Are he you serious? Is he a Scientologist? Yeah, yeah, is he is he a? No, no. He publicly apologized to his fans for the movie actually after the fact. <laughs> nice. Um, no, it's it's great because first of all, he's the only black person in the entire movie, um, which is sort of funny. Like that, that's the view of the future that he yeah. decided to take. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, like, all he and John Travolta do the entire, throughout the entire movie is laugh at each other. Like, 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 with each other. Like, one of them will say something and they'll both just go, wah! <laughs> and it's great. It's, I, I can't recommend that movie highly enough. So the Cyclos are your, your favorite? In general, yeah. or just no, Forrest Whitaker? specifically Forrest Whitaker, but yeah, we'll go with the Cyclos. Yeah, at, 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 like if, My real favorite is probably the Sarlacc Pit. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd probably have to go with something from Star Wars, but I have to think of something evil, and I'm not really sure what I'd go with. Like, was Boba Fett? Like, these are the all Rancor. arguable. Who are you going to say? Yeah. No. The Rancor. The Rancor. The Rancor was, that was another one that was just doing its job, man. The thing the thing was hungry. It's like a, yeah, think, it's a starved so lion. So was the alien. So was the yeah, alien. alien from the aliens. Just, they're just stuff. They're, they're just animals. That's just, just doing what animals do. Yeah, that's true. Maybe we. Maybe you're right. Maybe this whole this is a whole entire sham. These guys aren't evil. They just want to eat and procreate and see eat. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I I would probably pick. I don't know. Rancor is good. I wanted to go with Boba Fett, but Boba Fett. We weren't even sure if Boba Fett. Boba Fett was a clone. That was the idea. Um, yeah, what? I don't know. I don't think that counts as an alien. It might. Uh, but, uh, actually, and before we get off the topic entirely and move to, um, the Parker Posey, I wanted to discuss Total Recall and the slew of genius aliens in that, too, and how they were all just people that moved to Mars that some of them, I don't understand how some of them mutated and turned into aliens. Like, was there a story behind that, or were they just supposed to be Martians that just happened to hang out? In Does anyone, anyone remember? Like, there was the... The mutants, like, are mutants aliens? Like, those guys were just supposed to, like, mutate from Everyone living there? remembers the chick with three boobs. Yeah, that's I, that's what I was going to get to, but can we actually do some foreplay before we get to the climax here, James? Come on. <laughs> I want to I talk about Eddie or whatever that had, like, four arms and how there was, uh... Yeah, I don't remember if they were supposed to all... be mutations of us. Quado. Can we talk about Quado? <laughs> the, the baby alien coming out of the other guy's stomach? Like, come on, he's... He wasn't evil. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I guess none of those guys were evil. They were all just targets for the the evil humans, which might have to be the next there episode. Yeah, they were victims. Those they deserved stupid pig things in the uh, fifth element. What were those things supposed to be? That's a good question, actually. The fifth element is another one where it's just bizarre. I guess those weren't mutants. Those were actual aliens. But those were supposed to be like just some evil, stupid. Like I had a feeling they were just a substitute for like orcs or goblins or something from some, right, some kind of right. fantasy. Just. But they had guns was the difference. Um, and on that fifth element note, Mila Jovovich is, of course, I, I don't know. Do you guys do you guys find her uh, attractive? I know we don't talk about sexy women enough in this, on this show, but uh, she's she's supposed to be some freaky alien creation thing. What about that? She's got yeah, a she, yeah. I was never a big fan of hers. Oh, well. She's not she evil. She could eat a couple sandwiches, maybe. She's not evil. That's for another show. She, she, she could use, uh, yeah, she she could use a meal or two. Yeah. Mila, Mila. Me, a Mila, 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 Mila,
We do. We. Do. I love you, Jeff. Puns. That's... Puns are what we do here on the movie hour. I think I'm gonna start drinking before we do the next episode. Yeah, we got another one coming up. But uh, before that one, we have to uh, address our poker posy, which uh, we mentioned before. We are pre-recording these, so we actually can't bring up uh, the the public's answers. There actually was one because we recorded this one the, the day after. Uh, Katie Katie uh, ended up posting Matthew McConaughey and Days and Confused, which I didn't even check to see if that was legit, to see if that was his first movie. But a great role for Matthew McConaughey. pretty legit. None, nonetheless. He played guy number two in one other movie. That's awesome. Really? really? That's, that's it? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a it. good answer. Very legit. But, uh, and Very also, legit. way to answer it, like, ASAP, because you wouldn't have got it yeah. in otherwise. Instantly. Uh, and, the, I, by the way, I forgot to mention, the question was, what's your favorite debut for an actor or director? And uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the person's first role movie, but it's his or first major one, which... Also right. might exclude it, but um, good uh, good answers from us. We can't bring up the public's answers because there weren't really many other than Katie's. Well done, and uh, yeah. So we have, I believe, it's Jim's question. Uh, yeah, and mine's mine's a little different, a little different format, kind of. Um, I know we don't have the the public response possibility, so I made it very narrow. So there there might be some discussion about it. Mm. Um, there's a little bit of setup, so uh, bear with me here, but. Uh, this is directed at people who have seen Pulp Fiction. What? And, um, okay. In cool. in the movie, um, Bruce Willis plays a boxer named Butch, and him and this other guy get captured by two just horrible people, put in their basement, and they're going to gay rape both of them. Gay rape. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was my way of saying yes, they were captured by males. Okay. But anyway, um, Bruce Willis escapes, but then he decides to go back and rescue um, Ving Rhames. Yeah, Ving Rhames. And while he's deciding to do that, he goes and starts looking around the pawn shop in which they're captured, and he's going through items that he can use as a weapon. And he ends up passing up a hammer, a bat, a chainsaw, and then finally decides to go with a samurai sword. So my question to you is, if you were Butch the Boxer, which weapon would you have taken? And consider the fact that you are Butch the Boxer, not yourself. And You have to put I, yourself I think, in his shoes. Yeah, exactly. It, but and it's, it's actually, only of those four options? Yes, out of those four. Did he make the right choice or what? And honestly, being Butch the Boxer, I think I would have taken the hammer, to tell you the truth. Short range. It's reason, like a small extension of your hand. He's used to being, you know, in close with people because he's a boxer, and it's you know they'll use his you know body blow strength you know to its best. I think. I mean, I guess without discussing it too much off the bat and listening to your guys' answers, um, I just think it's the best one, I, and I can explain later after your guys' uh, choices. Well, what, can, I don't remember the hammer so much. Was the hammer like you see your your notable? It's got a nice sharp edge for the, yeah, the plying out of. All right, it was like a pin hammer with a little, a little longer than normal, I think, but that was about it. Okay, all right, all right. And um, the baseball bat was wooden, in case that factors in your. I've got a great answer, but I want to hear Jeff's first because I'm the I'm the host. You always have to bring that up. <laughs> um, being Bush the boxer, I, I you know I see myself being as a, a regular blue collar guy. The samurai sword is is good. You can't go with the chainsaw because it's too loud, um, and you've got a couple of guys you need to take down. Uh, so 
you don't want to, you know, and, and maybe it doesn't start on the first pull. You never know. It might not even have gas in it. So that's a real risk. Uh, chainsaw's out of the question for me anyway. Yeah, was it electric? I go with the baseball bat. I definitely yeah. agree with that. I go, I go with the baseball bat. You know, you know you can get a good swing in with that. Um, I, I guarantee Bush the Boxer has swung a bat before. Hammer makes a lot of sense uh, also, but I, I go with the baseball bat. Was uh was the baseball bat like was it wood was it uh was it a yes, aluminum? It was wood. Okay. It was wood. Right. Just just checking because that's a that's something to worry about. I think snaps that first swing. You got troubles, man. Yeah, because there's two guys in that situation, right? There's the 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 gimp and the other guy, right? No, there's well, the there's the gimp and, and there's two other guys. Oh, okay, all right, it's right. already taken care of. Okay, all right. You want to punch in the gimp? Yeah, that's before right. He, yeah, that's how he yeah then he was running away. Okay, all right. So, um, for the for the sake of picking something different, and I want to completely disagree with Jeff, is I'm going to go with the chainsaw. I don't remember if it was electric <laughs> or yeah, gas. Yeah. I'm going to assume it's, assume it's gas so I can just have it not plugged into anything. And the gas is even better for or my idea because even though I'm Butch, Butch the Boxer and I did just pretty much kill somebody in the ring, I don't want to be a killer and I don't want to murder somebody. So I turn that chainsaw on and rev it up as loud as possible right next to some dude's face. Probably the the police guy because he I don't know if that guy had a gun on him or what I don't really remember. He does have a gun? But I pretty much have I if I can maybe just like push him against the wall and I have the chainsaw up to him. The other guy what did the other guy was the other guy armed and the long hair like no, you get the, the runner of the shop. You don't know. You okay. don't know. He had a shotgun. Remember? He All right. The yeah, there was a shotgun. shotgun. Have... Yep. Yep. There was a shotgun and a pistol. The cop had a pistol. He had a shotgun. Because that doesn't Marcellus Wallace like pull the shotgun out later and blast them apart or something? Yep. Very yeah, correct. That's right. That's right. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking, you know, well, I, I agree with Jeff's. Did did Bush the boxer know that? Like I don't know if he did. If I'm so anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep explaining my answer. You knew about the shotgun, but yeah, the, the the I would have to assume that you would think a cop would have a gun. Yeah. I, I have a super loud chainsaw. Maybe do some damage, but hope hopefully the the loudness right behind. Well, the problem is you have to rev it up, then you have to turn it on, so they're gonna hear it coming even before you actually yeah. have it spinning. Exactly. That's tough. That's tough. Hmm. I mean, I don't it's know. like the samurai sword. It's just too awkward to use. Like, if you if you're not good with it, then there's a good chance that you're not gonna be able to. It's a small area down stuck there too. The first guy. Yeah, it's a small What's area. That? What if you? It yeah, could get stuck, stuck in the first yeah. guy. Yeah. The back could break. So. I don't I don't know. I was thinking chainsaw, but now thinking that it would have to be actually on and churning before you yeah. actually can rev it. Especially if the other guys are armed on the other side. Yeah. Then they can draw their weapon. Because I just wanted to scare can. him off. I don't want to kill anybody. But like maybe Butch the Boxer has no problem with that. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't really maybe, you know what you know what Greg would do? Greg would just leave. Greg wouldn't pick any of the weapons. Greg would take <laughs> off. I'm not Greg though, I'm Butch the Boxer. Well, you're in Butch okay. the Boxer's body. You're making the decision for this body right. that you're trained. I'm Bruce yeah, Willis, anyway. dude. I run. I, I so hang so out. So you're sticking with chainsaw then? Yeah, I'm sticking with chains. Well, I don't really yeah, like the answer stupid. anymore, but I that's that's what I'm going to go with. Explain your hammer choice a little bit more here. Uh, I just like the hammer choice just because it was close quarters. Like he's used to, you know, trained for you know the boxing itself. So I figure he'll be good. Close quarters. So even if he ends up losing the hammer, he's already there and punching and kicking ass anyway. So right. that's why I was going with with the the, the uh, hammer. The only reason I was gonna I was thinking about bat, but the only reason I didn't take bat was because I felt like there's too much opportunity to get in close and make it like useless. 
Right. And, and we all saw how much the hammer kicks ass in, uh, in Old Boy, so. which will soon be remade. The new Steven Spielberg picture. I didn't think that was out yeah. yet. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of great. There's gonna Actually, be a lot of great. Sure, they're gonna replace there. it with walkie-talkie or something. Well, yeah, cool. A great question, and we're gonna be able to bring it up. But that, this will still make it to the boards. It's just we're not gonna be able to answer yep, any of yep. it. So feel free to discuss this on the boards. Yeah, so we'll Any have it at a. We'll put it at gungapit.com. And uh, again, the the question, James, if you like to phrase it once more. Um, yes, if you were Butch the Boxer in Pulp Fiction and you decided to go back for Ving Rhames' character to save him, taking on the two foes and you know all the situation that was there, um, which of the four weapons would you have chosen? Would you have taken the hammer, the wooden bat, the chainsaw, or the samurai sword? Rock on. So this might be limited to those that have watched Pulp Fiction, but I guess... Uh... You, if you haven't watched Pulp Fiction, you should go out and check it, check it out too, because it's a good movie. Yes, um, yep. But yeah, a, a good question. Uh, another great episode. Our, our uh, Aliens in August series will continue in our, our next one, and we will. Uh, I guess we will see everyone soon. We're going to be doing another recording here shortly. Uh, James and Jeff, thanks again for the input. Hope everyone enjoyed this one. Drive safe. See everyone soon. Uh, right, the Anthony Michael Hall Pass Movie Hour. That was awesome. Take care.